Hello, everyone. Welcome back to You Know Who, your favorite conspiracy theorist. How many of you are waiting for uh, Tuesday? You know, the actual election day. How many of you have been mailing in your ballots or going to vote early? Man, I tell you, they got you on the edge of your seat. You're going to either vote for one that is literally showing signs of dementia and where you clearly see that the, the far left, they know that he's not fit, that Joe Biden is not fit to even tie his own shoes, let alone, let alone run a country. But see, this is what I tell you. It's the bait and switch. And then you have Trump, which is, to a lot of people, the the new hope. Bringing back America to its greatness. And not realizing, not realizing that manipulation is the name of the game. Now, don't get me wrong. I I was raised to have family members that were in the military, uh, career-wise, or just did their civil duty. Um, on top of that, I was always raised that you need to vote. If you don't vote, you don't have a reason to complain about what happens uh, after your election day. So I am telling people, you know, get out there and vote. You need to. You need to know that you at least wanted your voice to be heard, no matter how soft it may be, it still needs to be out there for your own self to know, I did not go down quietly. I'm here to tell you that I'm going to be honest with you. I do not have a clue what's going to take place after Tuesday. I really don't. You know, if you had told me back in the year 2000 that our whole nation would be completely um, derailed and that there would be uh, protocols put into place that would take away every constitutional rights that we have through the Homeland Act, the Homeland Security Act, I would have been like, no. And then all of a sudden we have 9-11. Now, some people believe that 9-11 was done by hijackers with box cutters and they were able to fly a jet and literally take down two skyscrapers that should not have had the ability to take those down. And there's plenty of evidence, um, I feel, that we are not told the whole truth about 9-11. got to be careful what you say because you don't want to put something out there and be considered a conspiracy theorist. That's like the worst thing to be called, right? I mean, the CIA uh, trumped that back in the 60s and, you know, and coined that statement. And ever since then, it's had the stigma that, you know, oh, you've got tinfoil hat on and you're sleeping in your basement and, and you're you're crazy. I'm starting, I'm starting to say to people, it's no longer a conspiracy theorist. The conspiracy is a fact. People have been brainwashed. Now, the election on Tuesday. Do I think that it's going to, uh, we're going to have a definitive winner? I don't. I think what we're going to end up having is they're going to say, too close to call. Too close to call. 
And then you're not going to have Biden's side is not going to relinquish because I by what I've seen actually going out into America and going into all these different places uh, in America and seeing how many people have Trump signs and Trump flags, there is a strong movement for President Trump. Now, I think he's done some good things, but like I've always said, you've got the light side and the dark side. And the best way they can get us is that way you make us choose a side. That's why you have the red and the blue. As above, so below. You know, Aleister Crowley uh, was known to say that the American language is the, the one of the most evil languages in the world because it was the embodiment as above so below. That's why you would have God and then dog. You would have live and evil. Duality. And so when you would have this mirror imaging, this is what we are now seeing playing out. The sorcery is being played out. So to be honest with you, I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday. But I can tell you that I don't think, um, I I don't think America is going to be the same after Tuesday. I think it's going to be just like it was on nine eleven. That everything on that day forever changed for the United States and the world was fundamentally changed in the blink of an eye you were able to have the ability to change the seasons and times and after that i started seeing certain bible prophecies being fulfilled being and all of a sudden you know, everyone's thinking, oh, because it's always been this way. People always think that one of the presidents has got to be the Antichrist. Uh, it's that's that's going on for years. That is uh, that is believed that a president of the United States would be the Antichrist. I mean, all the way back to Ronald Reagan, because he had uh, six letters and each of his name is first, middle, and last name. That's the mark of the beast. The six 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 is the name of the man. But I always looked at it from the actual culture and going back to the actual root of what the words were saying. It means you're going to give up your authority. You're going to give up your free will. The mark of the beast is not somebody putting just a barcode on you or sticking a chip in your hand. You're literally being fundamentally changed. And I believe whatever takes place on Tuesday will be the catalyst to forever making making a change within yourself. You will either be a part of the kingdom of God or you will be a part of the kingdom of this world. You will either have the the king of kings and the lord of lords, Yehovah, or you will have the earthly king in his golden palace, in his false light and his enlightenment 
But you got to understand that even though he is a leader, you don't put your trust and faith in him. What you do, it says in the scriptures, is that you pray for your leaders. You pray that they are uh, God-fearing. You pray that they follow his um, covenant and his teachings and his laws. And it's very important to understand not to put your hope and your faith in a man, but put your hope and your faith in God, Yoivai and his son, Jesus Christ. Now, I believe that God can use anybody and everybody. My goodness, God used Pharaoh and hardened his heart so that the Israelites could tear down all the false gods, all the pretender gods, to show that Yohevahe was the supreme God, and he was a God of gods and the king of kings. And in doing so, he showed that even the Pharaoh, who was endowed as a god himself and was elevated amongst his people and they looked to him as if he was their savior that was going to protect them from the plagues the people found out he wasn't just like them he was a man he had no great authority he couldn't stop the one true god and the people that put their faith in him ended up losing their firstborn child. Now, why am I bringing up Pharaoh? Is The reason why is because also I've seen where people have compared Trump to Cyprus. And I go, okay, I get that. I see it. Because he's moved the embassy to Jerusalem. He's established it. Uh, Israel's capital is Jerusalem. And then you didn't really have a lot of Arab countries rising up and protesting to that. You didn't see a lot of that. It was really nullified. And the reason why was because he had already met with the princes and the leaders of the Arab countries and the Philippines. And, and the, the Muslim culture and, and met them and gave them the respect that they was looking for. So all of a sudden, you've got Israelite people, Jews, and you've got Muslims looking at Trump as if he is the one that's going to bring full unity. And then here in America, you have the Christians, the uh, ones that believe or Bible believers and they believe the word of God and yet they put their hope in man and forget they're supposed to put their hope in God and they're looking and going he's our last great chance to make this nation once again under God but they fail to ask what God see Pharaoh thought himself to be God and that he was one of the gods. And because his people put their hope in him, because they thought he was their savior, he was going to bring them into salvation and protect them. They put their hope in him. And I'm seeing the same thing happen within the United States. Now, 
if I look at it from the political side and just look at it from not a spiritual side of it, and I just look and go, okay, who would God want me to put my support to? Who would God, who, in, in my prayer, who do I look to that I will pray and ask for this person to be the leader of my country? The, and in doing so, I pray for him also to come to know Jesus Christ. I pray for both of them, that same prayer that Joe Biden and Donald Trump both come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. But the same, and I know a lot of Christians are going to say, well, Trump is a Christian. And I'll ask and say, are you sure? How do you know? I mean, yes, he, he said something that I thought was amazing. He said, I'm not the most famous man in the world. The most famous man in the world is Jesus Christ. And I was surprised that he said that. But I also remember in the scriptures it says that he'll have the ability to do great blasphemy. And he will be able to boast. And the one thing I see Trump doing is he does boast a lot about himself. But I still will choose to vote for Trump due to the fact he is in line with what I want to see my country to become. Unison, bring it back to the basics, bring it back to family, bring it back to businesses, bring it back to, you know, not this far left communist mentality. So yes, I look at Trump and go, okay, that's who I will vote for. As a citizen of the United States, I don't believe in uh, Joe Biden and his his um, uh, his vision for America. I don't I don't believe it. I don't like it. Um, we had a taste of it when he was the vice president. He's had forty seven years to do something. You're going to hear this. But here's the thing that's that's got me alarmed because I am voting. I don't want you to think that I'm not going to because I am. I'm going to vote, and I am going to vote for who I said I have the same ideas that I have for this country. But at the same time, I'm going to pray. See, because the Bible tells us to pray for our leaders. Pray for our representatives here on earth. And I'm not putting my hope in Donald Trump. I'm looking at Donald Trump's policies for America and go, that matches up with my idea for my, my country. But don't put your hope in him. That's why I believe what's going to happen this Tuesday is going to fundamentally change America just like 9-11. See, the first thing you have to do is you have to bring about fear. And they bring about the fear. And when they bring that fear, people react to it. Not only do they react to that fear, but they are willing to sacrifice anything to not have that fear. And we in America did that. And in doing so, with a mind-boggling quickness, we literally voted away, had our representatives got rid of our constitutional rights um, in a blink of an eye with the Homeland Security Act. Well, then, you, you tear down the infrastructure of the faith of a nation 
when you're trying to completely destroy it. Um, and you go after its beliefs. You go after its core values. You go after its what makes it what it is. Traditional values. And you destroy those, tr uh, those traditional values. And as you do that, you're slowly dismantling the nation. And this happened under President Barack Obama. There was speculation that he was not an American citizen. If he wasn't wasn't born as a wasn't born in America, but was born in Kenya or born somewhere outside the United States, then he was not eligible to be the president of the United States. But they did that bait and switch, and people again because his his charisma, people flocked to him, and they didn't care because. He was bringing change, but he didn't tell you what change he was bringing. And so when he was in the White House for the eight years he was there, he did. He brought change to America. He changed our core values. Now, you're going to think that I'm going to be focusing on the fact of traditional marriage. No, I'm not. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to go to the fact that our nation has always, in the Western culture, in the Western world, we've always been known as a Christian nation, a nation that honored and respected and believed in Jesus Christ. In the eight years, President Barack Obama took away that core value. Even though you're allowed to worship and believe whoever you wanted to in America, because that is your God-given right, but you have to tear down the core values of that nation. And in doing so, you have this event that says we're no longer a Christian nation. And then he elevates because you got to have a replacement he elevates muhammad and he does it in front of everybody's face and and the left they don't care because a lot of them don't they believe that you can believe whatever you want and some of them are not even believers in jesus christ in the first place and so they're like, okay, no big deal. Even though allegedly, because of their hatred, and them being Muslims, is the reason why the Twin Towers were taken down and destroyed, and that's why we have war on terror, and that's why we're going into these Muslim countries, and we're destroying them. And it's interesting that President Barack Obama is saying that we're no longer a Christian nation. He says that we must... Uh, uh, join together with our Muslim brothers. Matter of fact, he even says a prayer from the Quran. Says it at the UN. Says it here on the home front of the United States. And then your core Christians, you're the ones that believe in the Word of God, that believe Jesus Christ, are being taken back, going, wait a second, he's the Antichrist. 
Well, the Bible tells us that there'll be many antichrists. So this is what people forget. See, when people think of antichrist, they think of one individual. But the Bible says there's multiple antichrists, many antichrists that are going to come into the world. And they're all going to be the forefront to the lawless one. And when he shows up, he's going to make all them look like little schoolboys. And when you have this taking place and happening and it's unfolding before you, the rest of the world's going, wait a second, where, where's our representation of us? What's happened to our core values? Well, that was the change, the change that he promised, the change he was going to bring. And in that change, he was going to do another change. He was going to change the structure of the world, just like George W. Bush did by going in and dismantling a nation that had nothing to do with the attacks on 9-11 and the weapons of mass destruction, which people are thinking are missiles, but really it was they need to get into Baghdad to get those tablets on ancient technology that goes all the way back to Nimrod and to the Tower of Babel, Gilgamesh, and so with that, as you see this taking place and happening, you're then seeing that the nation is being turned upside down. The change was to change us spiritually, make us no longer followers of the one true God, but followers of the anti-God, Allah. And in doing so, it brings to the mind of the, the American people, the conservatives, the ones that are Bible believers. Well, you got to give them back their hope. you got to give them back their ability to believe that they have the power to change the nation back, to get this nation back to God, to the one true God. So you bring in the light side of the magic, the white magic, against the dark magic, the black magic. And you have that individual say everything that needs to be said to get them and get that energy, that emotion flowing into another direction. And then what you do is, is that you give it the hope that there's a glimmer of hope of coming back to what the nation is supposed to be. And then you strip it of its hope. And the only way you do that is that you got a little taste of it back in the year 2000 with the Chad. Anybody remember the Chad and the election? The Supreme Court had to come in and rule 
And in George W. Bush's favor, which had never been done before, I find it interesting that we're also dealing with the uh, Supreme Court again during this election. Not only that, but the fact that everything is changing. This time, we see that the the election just didn't look like it was going to go. It, it was showing that it was flawed, and there was some cracks in the in the China, so to speak. And then, during the election of Obama, you got to vote wherever you wanted to, and you had to really prove who you were to be able to vote in that election. And so that's the reason why it went the way it did. So you're again you're tearing down the infrastructure now of a democracy, and you make it a mocker. You you make it a mockery. You mock it. You you make fun of it. You cause confusion, and you create the problem that makes everyone worried and scared. Once again, oh no, people hijacked these jets. But why were our where was our military jets? Why why were they not over our airs? Why did they not get like immediately, as soon as these th- these things are hijacked, immediately you would have, especially over American soul, you would have the Air Force up there telling them you need to be redirected or you will be shot down. It didn't happen. None of it happened. There was all this confusion and chaos. That's what you're going to get this Tuesday. We're going to get the most confusion, the most blatant in your face. The ones that have eyes to see and ears to hear are going to recognize the sound and they're going to recognize it through their, their, through what they're seeing and that the nation itself is going to be turned upside down. In a way, that the ones that want to push the agendas that was under the leadership. And this is why God says you have to pray for your leaders, that they are God-fearing. Then you're going to have the people that agreed with the policies of President Barack Obama, because I'm going to be honest with you, in American history, you have never seen the parties the, the the ideologies being so radically on the opposite ends of each side since the Civil War. And then you're going to have to see that this is taking place and that this is happening. So you're going to have people that follow Obama's ideology for the leadership of this nation. And his policies and his point of view, I guess you should say. And as you see this, those people are going to follow him. And they're going to rally to him and his to his ideology. Because, hey, his vice president is running for president. So that means he's got to have the same views that president... Barack Obama had. So we need to support him because we liked Obama's views. And then you're going to have the ones that didn't like 
Obama's ideology, his vision of change to America. And those are going to be the ones that gravitate to Trump. And they believe they're going to get the country back. They believe that they're going to be able to get the the country back on track and get it back as a Christian nation. And you have these two different ideologies just coming to head. It has been prepared, it's been orchestrated, it's been manipulated, it's been done for this very purpose to strip you completely strip you naked where you're sitting there and by the end of the day and the end of the time you won't know what's true anymore because you'll be going wait a second I thought this this and this but he's not doing that and the other one I thought was going to do this and this but but he's not doing that and you're going to see that it is a Disheartening, and then you're going to have where they'll have some that will rise up and be like, "We got to take this country back. We got to take it from these communists and and from from this this ideology." And they're going to rise up because they're going to think that that's the only way they're going to be able to save their nation under the ideas and the views that they have and the beliefs that they have. And then from there, you're going to have the other side do the same thing. And just like in Morals and Dogma that Albert Pike wrote about and told us that was a Mason, this has been the agenda all the way back to the Civil War. And that these things have to play out. These things are playing out because they have a game plan. See, as they've been telling us and and whoever's on the left and whoever's on the right, that that this is your champion, this is your person that's going to have the same views and ideology that you have, and you're just throw your hat in the ring to this gentleman or lady, and that's the person that you're supposed to be following. But see, they've got their own agenda. That's why I've been talking about the light side and the dark side of the magic. And they've had their own agenda. And their agenda is to make way, to make way for the true king, the true God of this world, hail Lucifer and his offspring. So when I say that the world is going to be changed on this Tuesday, and I don't know which way it's going to go, I don't know, you know, how they're going to have the script written, but I know that it's going to change America just like 9-11. And after it changed America like in 9-11, then you're going to have another change, which President Barack Obama brought about in his eight years. And now, these past four years, in these next four years, it's going to bring another type of change. One in which we as a democracy, to be completely honest, I don't believe 
we will, our democracy will be the same. I know a lot of people think, well, if you're going to vote for Trump, that means that you're, you got hope for the democracy. And I do. I do. I've always believed you, you should be in prayer and, you know, God, what the devil can mean for evil, God can mean for good. But I also know not to put my hope in man. And I know not to put my hope in this world. Because I know the God of this world is not my God. I know the God of this world is not who I pray to. And I know the God of this world is not who I look for as my comforter. See, I'm with Jesus Christ. He said, if, you know, if this was my kingdom, my subjects, you know, they would not even let you lay a hand on me. But this is, this is not my kingdom. My kingdom is elsewhere. My kingdom is beyond here. But he will come back like a conquering king. And he will take back the whole world and put it under the true authority as it always should have been and has always been the intent by the creator, Yoevahe. But understand that whatever happens this Tuesday, a change is coming. And I pray that you pray about yourselves and make sure that the change that comes is a change for yourself on who you serve and who you put your trust in. Let it be a personal change. Don't put your trust and hope in man. Don't. Don't. Put your hope and trust in God. Yoevahe, in his son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah the prophet whom we're supposed to obey and understand it always, always, always is the darkest before the dawn. And these events is taking place. The darkness is coming. You need to be prepared. And I don't mean to hide underneath bunkers. You need to be spiritually prepared and understand the change that's coming is going to be genetically and spiritually. Make sure you know the difference. As always, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner. God bless.